All right, Snack Attack crew, assemble. Feeling that mid-afternoon slump? Need a protein boost that doesn't involve boring protein bars? Well, let me introduce y'all to my new favorite obsession, wonderful pistachios. Y'all, these little green guys aren't just your average nut. They're protein powerhouses, packing a whopping six grams per ounce. That's over 10% of your daily value. And here's a confession. I used to be a cracker. You know, the kind of girl who enjoys the satisfying pop of opening each one. But let's be honest, sometimes convenience is king. And that's where their no-shell options comes in perfect for on-the-go snacking. Plus, they come in flavors like chili roasted and sea salt and vinegar. So there's something for everyone, even the picky gals. But here's the kicker. Wonderful pistachios are a complete protein, meaning they have all nine essential amino acids your body needs. So next time you're feeling sluggish, ditch the sugary treats and grab a handful of these green gems. I promise y'all they will keep you fueled and feeling your best, whether you're conquering carpool duties or crushing deadlines. And seriously, these are my go-to snack. I keep a bag in my purse. I keep one at the office. I even stash a few on the side of my bed for those late night cravings. This year, I want you to treat yourself to something delicious and good for you. So head over to wonderfulpistachios.com and explore their amazing flavors and sizes. Trust me, your taste buds and your body will thank you. This is the smell of the leftover tuna fish sandwich you left in your lunchbox over the weekend in a wimpy trash bag. Wimpy, wimpy, wimpy! <sniffs> and this is the smell of that same sandwich in a hefty, ultra-strong trash bag. Hefty, hefty, hefty! Ah, smell the difference? Hefty Ultra Strong has Arm & Hammer with continuous odor control, so no matter what's inside your trash, hmm, you can stay one step ahead of Stinky. And for bigger jobs, try the superior strength of Hefty Large Black Bags. This is Germany. And this is Brittany. And this is the Black Herb Bravado Podcast. A motivating and encouraging podcast where we focus on building community amongst colorful women alike. Join us weekly as we sit down and have candid conversations on various topics and issues surrounding self-care, self-love, mental health and wellness, spirituality, entrepreneurship, and much more. And trust, when we don't have the answers, we'll call on our expert homegirls who do. Our intention is to create a safe space for growth, inspiration, laughter, and love free of judgment in hopes that after you listen, you're a little more knowledgeable or at least a little more entertained than before. It's homegirl vibes here. Real, raw, and a little funny. A lot of fucking funny. So thanks for tuning in to the Black Girl Bravado podcast. Let's start the show, cuties. Hey y'all, welcome back. Welcome back, my boo-boo babies. <laughs> hey, boo-boo babies, welcome to the party. <laughs> hey. How is it going? It's going good. Phenomenal. Have Phenomenal. A great Phenomenal. You can tell we had a good weekend. <laughs> we just too juice, too pumped, too ready. Phenomenal. Phenomenal weekend was had. We did have a good weekend and okay. we talked about it all over on Patreon. Yeah. So you I mean, you have to ask me how my weekend was. My weekend was great. Yeah, we went to we went Sedona. to Sedona. Um, we had a great weekend. We came back, went out um, to Love Fest, honey. Again, and was on the beach dancing with the DJs and the. Sand. Honestly, my legs are hurting. Brittany said, "You want to go out on the dance floor?" <laughs> <laughs> we were at the beach. We were talking about when we were going to go dance. She was like, 
you want to go out on the dance floor? <laughs> I'm like, the sand floor? Let's get it. The dance sand. Because they have these lights. Yeah, they have these lights set up that creates like a boundary They have a, these a lights that creates, makes me feel like I'm in a scene of euphoria. She was like, you want to go to the dance floor? I'm like, and then I'm telling, I'm telling my boo, we're going to the dance floor. You know what I was thinking yesterday? What? When I got home, I said, whichever one of our ancestors decided that A was synonymous with fuck it up, get it, you yeah. got it. <laughs> Because whenever I hear, don't say A to me. Girl. That ignites my flame. I'm going to fuck it up every time. Anytime I hear A, because I know I be hearing people be like, hey, okay, you okay, I see you. I'm like, you see me? I felt the same way because when I was dancing and you was gassing me, I'm like, "Mm, ah, that gave me the push to go harder. I said, oh, hold on, say less. Mm, mm, mm." Girl, when that DJ was spinning and he was taking it everywhere, you're like, I'm taking it wherever he, he takes, takes it. it. You're like, I'm taking it there every time. And then Andres just keep hyping the whole thing. I'm He's like, a great hype man. <laughs> I'm like, baby, shut up. He's a great pi- a great hype man. With him on my Ooh. side, I can really go there. He's like, okay, brave. Because that okay. DJ, I he was taking it different places and I was following <laughs> him. You're taking it each and every way. So yeah, yeah, we had a great weekend. We had a great weekend. Um wow. and I think it was amplified by being off today. Oh, honey. That kept the spirits high. Took it sometimes to another when level. I go back to work, I'm jolted yeah. out of my feeling of an out of your high. Exactly. Yeah. Riding high. Literally and figuratively. Right. <laughs> so yeah, being off today was great. We brought back down, brought it back down gently. Yeah. That I knew I couldn't go to work. I said, I knew there's you no fucking going to way. work last night. Yeah, there was no fucking You said fucking it way. with confidence. I dress was like, oh, you off tomorrow? You said, yep. <laughs> like it was scheduled. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, I won't be there. I knew I needed to ease into the week. And there was only one way. And that was by not being there. Yeah. So. So we had a great weekend. Another weekend where it felt like we weren't in quarantine. Yeah. I mean, I technically, really we we're co- technically we weren't. I don't think we're in quarantine anymore. I don't think we're. I don't think the world is quarantining anymore. Mm-hmm. I think we're trying to safely live through COVID. Exactly. Through means of we've, social distancing. Exactly. We've now adapted to our new normal, mm-hmm. which is COVID is here. Mm-hmm. We get it. And there's certain things that we have to do that are different from what we used to do. But we don't have to be locked up, sick, and shut in. Yeah, I'm so just if y'all not thinking that's be- happening, bring yourself into I reality. I saw somebody ask today, like, are y'all still quarantined? Like, if no, you, and you if you shouldn't are, be like if you're still quarantining, tap in. We're eight, nine months into the pandemic, baby. It's not going anywhere. Like, what are you? What do We've you mean? We've now adapted. Sicko. Anywho. We've now adapted. Yeah. So the weekend was great. If you care to know about our weekend and the things that we did, the things that we've learned, head on over to Patreon. Yeah. The full um, September check in is available now. So, new week, new tea. Where we kiki with you and you kiki with the we. Let's get it. What's up? So, Tory Lanez, I'm just going to start calling that nigga Daystar. That's what he called his little dumbass album. So, he's now called Daystar. Day? Is it D-A-Y-S-T-A-R? Yes. Hate it. That's his birth name. Biological name. So, we all know that Tory Lanez shot Megan, allegedly. It's not That's what Megan said. That's when Megan said she got shot. Tory Lanez drops it out. First of all, he's he tweeted, I know that I've been silent. Yeah. <laughs> but today I got time, respectfully. 
First of all, Sam respectfully, which we know has been used in a comical way. Yeah. By that boy's Twitter page. I mean, Instagram page. You know. Is he the one who started it? The respectfully? That's when I first start. That's when I first started seeing it. The respectfully. And then it grew legs. Because somebody was in my DMs talking about respectfully. And I'm like. What did they say? They were like, dang, you, you, um. You wanted to, um, they were talking about, <laughs> it was a man, that's why. It was somebody from high school, and he was like, dang, you wanted to, like, one of the only few homegirls or girls that stay fine even after high school, respectfully. respectfully. And I was like, the respectfully Okay, he used weak. it in a good, ter- a good okay, way. Okay, I'm like. He used it in a good way. If he would be like, damn, you got ass, respectfully, or something, and that would be more fuckboyish. Okay, to, nah, he was just like, you know. And you know, so. that is true, because some people hit their prime in high school. Yeah, and then it's a plateau and a decline. So I'm glad that I'm still standing. <laughs> standing. Yeah. So, yeah. So, anyway, the respectfully has been used in a kind of comical way. We okay. know that. Okay. Based on the little memes from that bo- that twi- that Instagram page, Justin LaBoy. And mm. so, Daystar said that he had time. He got time today. We already know I got time today. Yeah. <sighs> respectfully and he i thought he was gonna go live same i thought he was really gonna speak yeah to what happened this nigga this little sick nigga decides to drop an album oh it was a full album not just a song an album oh i thought it was just the song okay he's doing two tm an album wow and the albumiana <laughs> one of the songs he's talking about how him and Megan were in a relationship. He didn't shoot her. Her team was trying to set him up for M's millions. So who shot her? Exactly. And they said that the bullets that were Megan's foot matched the bullets from Tori's gun. So did somebody else shoot her with his gun? We'll never know. <laughs> we'll never know. I just think that the way that he delivered that was unacceptable, inappropriate. And you know he got dragged. You know he got dragged because he dropped this the day after Brianna Taylor, Brianna Taylor's case. Yeah, the verdict. The verdict was given, and basically, there's no repercussions for them, for the officers. Yeah, I know it's very sick. And it's just like outside. We're we're just tired. We're tired. It was inappropriate. The timing was horrible. And Tory Lanez is a whole ass clown. Like, read the room, buddy. Dumbass. This would have been a perfect time for you to say something a couple weeks ago. So then he flips, it, flips and tumbles it and said that he's going to give um, a portion of his proceeds from his album sales to the Breonna Taylor Foundation. I'm sure he wasn't going to do that before they started dragging him. First Tory of all, Log why are y'all even streaming it? I didn't stream it or listen to the song. I went and looked up the lyrics on Genius.com right. to yeah. see what the fuck he had to say because yeah. I was curious. I wanted I to see what he had to say. And so I look, went and looked up the lyrics, but he won't give no plays for me. I'm not streaming his stuff because that's another thing he said in the song. Time out. People try to strip strip his um, talent or his strip his resources away from him. But he got 30 mil, 31 million downloads in the midst of all this happening. Ugh. And it's like, boy, shut the fuck up. And the I heard people, the little song on the shade room. So I didn't. I also did not stream it. The people that are. um. Caping for him and thinking that this is acceptable are also clowns. Circus, Ringling Brothers. Universal Circus. Girl, have you ever been to that? 
You know, I did. It, I came, did it came to Oakland. I went. <laughs> Me and my family. My family went as well. We went. Mm-hmm. Yes, you know Universal what was so Soul funny Circus. When we were talking in the group chat last week and we were talking about how, you know, we, all of us have been clowns at least once. Come on, admit it. We've all been clowns in reference to relationships. Mm-hmm. And I said, I'm so glad I hung. I gave up that clown suit because I was Universal Circus AF. Well, there it is. <laughs> hung it up. Hang it up, bitch. You won't Take find my me there. Nose off. You won't find me there. I wiped the, the paint off the my wig face. Off. Exactly. Nose and wig are off. Yeah. And in big ass shoes. <laughs> Took them off at the dough. Okay. The shoes are off, baby. <laughs> the shoes so, are off. Yeah. Tory Lanez and all of his fans and stands are clowns. And it's just like, boy, shut the fuck up. <laughs> well, that's that on that. Sicko. So, yeah, that was the tea for this week. I don't know. Any other tea? Mm, no no okay so back to things that really matter the ratings in the reviews matter and i've been seeing you all showing up and showing out this week with Mm -hmm. the ratings and the reviews we really appreciate you i was reading them on the road trip wasn't our goal last year to get to 1000 downloads 1000 ratings and reviews yeah yes wow we're way past that we're like almost at 1400 i think we are. You girls better keep showing up. It doesn't stop here. The it grind doesn't don't stop. stop. It doesn't stop. And we will continue <laughs> to be on your necks. Because but on neck. It's important. Okay, again, I'm doing a wild card. Okay. This might be my new thing. I like it. I'm trying to give you some music. Here we go. There it is. Jazz Laurent. Okay. She says, thank you. You're welcome. Hey, Germany and Brittany. I just want to pay my dues. I recently found your podcast maybe three weeks ago, and I just want to say thank you. You two are a match made in heaven. Mm -hmm. I love y'all's personality and take on life. You are the big sisters I wish I had. Your podcast has fell into my lap at the right time. I'm coming up on 25 next month, October 31st. Happy birthday. She's a Scorpio. Mm. And I just want to gracefully join the 25th floor by tackling my BS, the everyday BS, and and taking in advice from women who have been here before like you ladies. The Black Girl Bravado podcast is helping me get to that point. I have joined Patreon last week and also shared the pod in my group messages. Keep doing an amazing job. Thanks, boo-boo. This is a phenomenal mommy. She's only been here three weeks. She's ra- she's ra- rated and reviewed. She's joined Patreon, and she's also shared it. Model sister. This is if a model If you're wondering what sister. a homegirl looks like, it is Jazz Laurent. <laughs> she's checked all the boxes. Hi, boo-boo. Welcome. I stand. We love you here. Thank you so much. Okay. So, as Jazz Laurent <laughs> mentioned, Patreon, okay? Patreon is a platform that us creatives are using to garner additional support from our community. Over there, you're getting extra goodies. You're getting more of the girls, okay? Um, yeah, tons of bonus content in exchange for Coint. Yeah. It's a monetary journey. So, join us over there if you uh, want our tea, our real tea, the shit that we can't spill here because we have ex-niggas that possibly listen. And who's who? We don't know. We don't know. Ex-niggas and probably... Current niggas and other people. And And you know what else? And bitches. Period. And you know know what? Because if I was someone, 
I would be, be one like, in my team. They got a podcast. Let me tap in and see what the fuck this bitch talk. And honestly, truly, when you're getting over a million downloads, you don't have control over who the fuck listens. I mean, tell me how to move in a room full of vultures. Period. Okay. And because vultures can have access, we have to keep our sacred tea over on Patreon. Because I highly doubt these broke bitches are paying for the tea. <laughs> Nor these broke niggas. And if you are, then well, you deserve it. Yeah. If you, you are, then pay. You paid your way. You paid the play. Period. So to show our appreciation, we're gonna just shout out our patron. And if I'm saying patron, that means a lot of you, a lot more of you need to join us over there. Okay. So the patron this week is Deja. Our girl Deja. Deja, I think it is. Deja? Mm-hmm. Every time we say patron. I'm sick of y'all. Okay. (laughs) I don't want to say patron. I'm going to say patrons. Right. Okay. But Deja, we appreciate you, girl. Thanks for joining us. Welcome to the game. Thank you so much. Yes. So, oh shit! See, I ain't even got my shit ready. Hold Last on. Last week. Well, I'm talking about these vulture bitches. <laughs> <laughs> Let me talk about myself, okay? So, episode 159. We're still in our Frangles series, y'all. We're so, still here because there's a lot to talk about. There is. So, Frangles part four. We were talking about moving on. So, the affirmation that we shared was, "I create healthy boundaries within my friendships. These boundaries allow me the space to honor myself while still being a great friend." So. We decided to read and respond to two listener letters. One was from our homegirl who was struggling with balancing her time between her friend and her man, while the other homegirl felt unsupported by her bestie of seven years during during an altercation between her and an associate. So both were basically posing the question, is it time to move on from the friendship? If you haven't listened, make sure you go. Perhaps you can weigh in and um, let us know what you think. Yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. And continue to send your le- your letters. Yeah, we've been getting so many uh, letters from y'all regarding friendship. I don't know if it's just about friendship or if you guys want to keep this going, but you are welcome to send your comments, your questions, your concerns to us um, at contact at theblackgirlbravado.com. That's available in the show notes. And we'll basically gag and give our advice on whatever it is that you might want our opinion on mm-hmm. it's not gospel but this our show so whatever yeah so take it take what you want and leave what you don't the recipe so this week this week we're going to be talking about how to make new friends because mm-hmm. based on the letter some of you all need them need new friends okay honey we need some new bitches of you in our all lives need new friends and a lot of us are fearful on what it means to make new friends mm-hmm. and our fear unknowingly blocks our ability to make new friends. Yes. So we're going to gag about it here today. We are. Because some of us need new friends and that's on the period. And essentially we need to develop a new perspective on how we're making friends. Mm-hmm. Right. It's about the mindset because it's really kind of hard and you seem a little bootsy if you're like, you want to be my friend. Yeah. Making new, making new friendships friendships in adulthood can be very intimidating because a lot of us already have a core group Mm -hmm. so if you're trying to you don't want to look like the weak bitch and not having a friend and then coming in like can i join you all yeah like i see you guys are already established do you want mine taking on a new one and sometimes we do mind it's like i really wasn't in the mood to take on a new friend but we're going to talk about it here Yes. So we were doing our research like we usually do, and we stumbled upon a great article on scienceofthepeople.com. And they gave us all this information about making new friends that we thought we need to share this with the homegirls, period. Mm-hmm. So the reason why it may be difficult to make new friends in adulthood is because there are fewer opportunities to meet new people, right? If you are a mommy that's outside of college age, you don't have new classes each, em- each semester, 
nor is there an infinite amount of opportunity of clubs, sports, things Sororities, to join. I yeah. mean, anything. Where you can meet new people. Exactly. Because when you're in college, you know for sure every semester, new classes, which means new people. Mm-hmm. And yeah, and if especially if you're listening to this and you're a young mommy who's advanced, then you're in high school. Of course, there's more. Hey, bookies, we got something special for you. Are you ready to dive into a celebration of blackness that's as diverse as the experience it represents? Well, NPR has got you covered with Black Stories, Black Truths. This is a groundbreaking collection that's more than just a podcast. It's revelation. What does black representation in media mean to you? Because to me, it's about breaking down stereotypes, challenging biases, and also showcasing the rich tapestry of black experiences. For sure, absolutely. And Black Stories, Black Truths is the epitome of this celebration. Each episode is a living account of what it truly means to be black today, and it's told from a unique black perspective. And I feel like these aren't just stories, like they're narratives of joy, resilience, empowerment, and also the incredible ability to create world-shifting things out of the struggle. Seriously, you'll hear about everything from pop culture icons like Bobby Shmurda to The Wire, Michelle Obama to discussions on vital topics like reparations, y'all. There's really no limit to the range of Black stories, Black truths. Have you tuned in yet? One of my favorite episodes is the one on how real self-care takes real systemic change. That's a must listen. Yeah, I really think the hosts bring a tone that's celebratory. It's also informative and reflective, which I really can appreciate. Every episode is a journey. It offers a range of emotions and perspectives that keeps you hooked from start to finish. As soon as I turn it on, I'm like, "Mm." and let's not forget black perspectives haven't always been at the forefront of America's story. But now they are the story. Period. So this is not just a podcast, y'all. It's a collection of some of NPR's best episodes showcasing the brilliance and resilience of the black experience. And we know NPR is known for its commitment to diverse storytelling. But with them presenting black stories, black truths, I would say that this is NPR with the noir twist. (laughs) So what are you waiting for? Turn on NPR today and immerse yourself in a range of voices as varied, nuanced, and black as the incredible country we reflect. And remember, stories should never be about us without us. Listen now to Black Stories, Black Truths from NPR, available wherever you get your podcast. Have you ever dreamed of effortlessly conversing in another language? Whether it's for that upcoming international trip, connecting with family and friends, diving deep into a new culture, or simply adding a new skill to your repertoire, learning a new language opens up a world of opportunities. But let's face it, traditional methods like textbooks and classroom learning can be a drag. That's where Rosetta Stone comes in. As the most trusted language learning program for over 30 years, Rosetta Stone offers a revolutionary approach that truly immerses you in the language you want to learn without relying on CDs or DVDs. Picture this, you're effortlessly conversing in Spanish on the streets of Barcelona, ordering tapas like a local, or discussing the latest French designers with Parisians. So sexy, right? With Rosetta Stone's intuitive process, you'll learn naturally starting with words, then phrases, then full sentences. And with over 25 languages offered, including Spanish, French, Italian, German, Korean, Chinese, Japanese, 
Dutch, Arabic, and Polish, the possibilities are endless. Rosetta Stone's speech recognition technology, including the True Accent feature, acts like a personal trainer for your accent, providing instant feedback on your pronunciation. Plus, with both desktop and app options available, along with offline lesson downloads and an audio companion, learning for the babe on the go has never been easier. And here's the best part. For a limited time, Rosetta Stone is offering a lifetime membership for 50% off, y'all. That's right, lifetime access to all 25 language courses for half the price. Don't miss out on this amazing deal. Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, BGB listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com backslash today. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com backslash today. Y'all should know by now that we love progression over here. Let's chat about what everyday progress truly means to us. Whether it's hitting those small milestones or treating ourselves to a little something something after a month of disciplined budgeting, progress is all about balance and staying motivated. And speaking of budgeting and reaching financial goals while still enjoying life's little pleasures, have you heard about Chime? Chime's checking account offers some amazing features that can help you along your financial journey. Let me tell you about one feature that really stands out to me. Chime's Spot Me. We've all been there, right? Dealing with overdraft fees can really throw a wrench in your financial plans. But with Chime, you can overdraft up to $200 with no fees. You heard me right. No fees. It's like having a safety net for those unexpected moments. Y'all, I had a friend who was always getting hit with hefty overdrive fees. It was a mess trying to sort it out. How do you really get ahead with that? But with Chime, you can avoid those headaches and get back on track with ease. Plus, Chime isn't just a bank. It's a community. With Boost, you can increase your spot me limit by receiving boosts from your friends. It's like having your financial back covered by your squad. So... If you're ready to take control of your finances and wave goodbye to those pesky monthly fees, open your Chime account today. Just head over to Chime.com slash bravado. That's Chime.com slash bravado. Chime feels like progress. Banking services and debit card provided by the Bankcourt Bank N.A. or Stride Bank N.A. Members FDIC. Spot me eligibility requirements and overdraft limits apply. Boosts are available to eligible Chime members enrolled in SpotMe and are subject to monthly limits. Terms and conditions apply. Go to Chime.com slash disclosures for details. Or times for you to join a sports club or environmental group. You remember them type of shits? ASB and all that shit. Yeah. So, yeah, definitely. There's a student union. There's so many places where. BSU. The PA. I was really participating in everything in college. Come on. I joined the sorority, obviously, for all the the mommies that's been here. I did Skewy. the I did the PAU fashion show. Mm. She a model. She, she walked, walked the, the runway. A model. model. Mm-hmm. And that's how I did meet a lot of people in college. Like I yeah. met people from doing the fashion show. We were going to rehearsals weekly. I met some classmates, my sorority sisters. I was hanging out in the student union. There's yeah. I was pretty reserved. I met people, of course, through my sorority and like classes like especially with science bitch i'm like who who's the bitch who knows this shit yeah but that Let's was kind of transactional for me 
That was Although I did have a baby boy, a baby boy. Um, he was black. We were in this. We were both were biology majors, and he knew what the fuck he was doing. But it yeah. kind of went south because he started to like you. Yeah, he usually does. But a lot of times when you <laughs> study with people, for sure, for me, um, grad school was like that. Like I met a lot of people. It, honestly, when you're in a grad program, it's so small. You have yeah, to connect. Cohort, exactly. Cohort. It's like 20 people. Yeah. You end up studying with these people, exchanging notes, talking to them frequently. So, you know, the, none of them have become my lifelong friends, but still. Yeah. But it's still a friend. Yeah, they are at, yeah. at the time when it matters. Yeah. Also, it might be difficult for us to make friends in adulthood because we have different priorities. Yeah. Right. So when we're younger, our main focus is fun, especially as children. We just want to play at recess. We want to go to each other's houses, have sleepovers, play dates, go to the mall, go to the movies, all that Girl, shit that you right. do. You feel me? Like, mom, can you take us to the mall? Every weekend, it was a plot set up. Period. Like, and my I'm mom used to, to be like, stop asking me to drive y'all every goddamn place. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, your mom will take us on Friday. Mm. Your mom will pick us up on Saturday. My mom will take us home on Sunday. We were really plotting and planning as kids, trying to. And how do you do that when you don't even drive? With our parents' schedule. My mom is probably like, stop. Stop. God, I couldn't imagine my kid doing that to me. I'd be like, girl, I'm going to brunch. <laughs> I'll Uber you there. <laughs> but as adults, we work, we pay bills, and we just really have different responsibilities, right? Some of our friends might have children and families, husbands, wives, whatever it might be. So it's likely that fun and relaxation take a backseat to our our real responsibilities, our priorities. Yeah. So if you guys aren't aligned in that capacity or if you, you know, there's just, it's just harder. It's harder. It's like, damn girl, I got to ask my husband, can I go? Yeah. Or like, I got to get a babysitter. Exactly. Or I got to work. Shit. Yeah. Or I'm wrapped up in something else. Right. Like, it's hard. It's hard to find some friends that are aligned mm -hmm. for sure. Mm -hmm. It's also difficult because we be feeling like we too motherfucking cool. Mm-hmm. And like Germany said earlier, we might feel bootsy, like asking someone to be our friend can feel and sound lame mm -hmm. in our heads. And it can also be a bit scary because they might say no. Nah. Mm -hmm. So instead, we act like we're too cool to hang out, too busy for friends or as if we don't need anyone anyways. Like I'm solo. I roll solo dolo. I don't got time. I don't really mess with bitches. I, that is my I hate <laughs> to hear people say like, as oh. women, I don't have girlfriends or I don't hang out with bitches or I don't hang out with girls. It's just. Like, I'm, I always question, what's wrong with you, girl? Yeah. Yeah. It seems like there needs, there's an underlying issue. because That needs to be healed. Period, poo. It needs to be healed. So, when we're looking to make new friends, it's really important that we get clear on the type of friends we make. A lot of times we're just like, I just want to make friends. I want to make friends. But, like, again, like we discussed, friends come in different I guess, ca capacities, right? Yeah. We have our high-bye friends or like acquaintances. And then we have more casual friends who we might meet up with and hang out with every now and again, catch up with. And then we have our soul friends or our best friends or like we've been calling them our intimates. intimates. So you have to get clear on what type of friend you're looking into making. Are you looking to make a homegirl at work? Right. Somebody who works with you who you can have lunch with? Are you looking to meet somebody who you can go cycling with or who, you know, you can meet up at the gym with? Or are you looking to someone to build a lifelong connection with who you feel like you're in the heart with the kindred spirit? Right. You feel me? Yeah. And it's crazy because it's totally normal for us to search for soulmates, life partners or whatever. Mm -hmm. But it's not normalized to be searching for a quality friendship. Right. So 
I thought that the article made a good point by saying that we have to think about making new friends like dating, mm-hmm. but without the heartbreak and all the bullshit. Period. The, so we take the, the dating boy-ness. approach. Yes. But it's a little bit more lighthearted because we don't necessarily have to deal with the baggage and mm. all the other shit that may come along with the dating process, which we know can be the ghetto. Yeah, it's taxing. Shit. So the first step to making a new friend would be courtship, right? If you were newly single and ready to get back into the dating game, then you think about the type of person you want to meet. And if you are a homegirl or a lady of sorts, then you might even make a list. You know, girls be making lists. You know I made a list. Honey, I'm like, he need to have <laughs> I made this. A list. And it was really, as soon as I got out of that relationship, I said, Figuring let me write what, it down and make, make it, it plain. plain. <laughs> you know. Lord God. So there is no confusion. We be wanting this to make it plain. This is what I need. I too did the same. When and you I, know what? My list is very realistic. It's not something like he need to be 6'5". Seriously. It's just like be responsible. Be respectful. Be respectful. Adore me. Be stable. Me. Yes. The adoration. I did the same when I got out of my sick situation. (laughs) The little situation that I was in, I said, I cannot have an Aries. That was on the top. No Aries. Germany with these Aries. Mm -hmm. Every time I see somebody who looks sick, I'm like, Are you an Aries? One time, I'd be dead right though a lot of times. Little weird energy. And Jeremy was like, Are you an Aries? And he said, Yes, I'm sure. (laughs) Sometimes, y'all, I'd be able to pinpoint these Aries niggas. I'm like, You're an Aries, aren't you? You're an Aries. I know it. And this just don't work for me. So, yeah, you might even make a list. And after making a list, you'd have to consider where you where you would meet this type of person. Right. So you might join a dating website mm-hmm. or a local class or group. And it's just good to remember that making a list helps you spot the person you're looking for. If you know what you're looking for, then it becomes so much easier to find it. Mm-hmm. It's it like, does. I know exactly. who. It's crystal clear. And it's clear when that ain't it. Oh, baby. It's like that ain't him. I know you can always refer back like, uh, yeah, no, this was probably a test. Let me pass this motherfucking shit so that my real person can step in, step in and step and up fill in this space. Yes. So these are some things that you can consider when you're making your list for your, your friend, your mm-hmm. potential friend. What type of activities would you like to do with a friend? What type of personality works best with yours? What type of person do you love to hang out with? So, after you make this list, you can ask yourself, does anyone you know pop into your head or ring a bell? If yes, that's great. If not, that's okay too. And then next, you can list out all the places that you'd probably meet this person. Mm-hmm. There's so many places we can go. I know we're a little limited with the pandemic, but if you know what you want, the type of friend you want, then this will really help you get a jump start. Yeah, like if you know, okay, I want to be active. I want to get into this says sport cycling. Then you know you need to probably join a cycling group. Exactly. <laughs> or like I want to get into running or pottery or I'm an artsy bitch. Go to Michael's. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, or take a yoga class. You feel me? Cycling classing, Pilates. There's so many people who connect through activity. Like this is my my friend that I met at yoga. Mm-hmm. You know, we've been getting coffee after yoga and now we are best buddies. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah, and likely if you're meeting them there, there's some common interests there. Common interests and goals. With Mother's Day around the corner, are you thinking about a truly special gift for your mom? Let me tell you about mylifeinabook.com. It's a unique service that turns your mom's life stories into a beautiful book. Pretty cool, right? 
Here's how it works. Every week, mylifeinabook.com will send her a question via email. These can be pre-written questions about her life or any custom question you wish to ask. And then she can either type her response or record her voice. And mylifeinabook.com compiles all of her responses into a beautiful keepsake book. And guess what? They can even create an audiobook using her voice recordings. It's like preserving her voice and her stories for eternity. Imagine discovering stories about her youth, adventures, and the challenges she's overcame. This book becomes a legacy and something you and your future generations can treasure forever. Your mom's giving you a lifetime of stories. This is your chance to give her a way to share them. I'm so excited about mylifeinabook.com because I'm planning on gifting my mom with this. She's always loved reflecting on memories and sharing her stories, and I know this will be the perfect gift to capture those moments for her. The thoughts of her flipping through the pages and reliving those cherished memories brings a smile to my face already. Check out mylifeinabook.com and use code BRAVADO at checkout for 10% off. Create an unforgettable gift for your mom this Mother's Day. That's mylifeinabook.com. Use code BRAVADO for 10% off today. Ladies, let's talk real talk here. You probably have days when the PMS has you feeling like you could eat anything in sight. My goodness, the cravings and the general discomfort. Well, say goodbye to those days with Hormone Harmony from Happy Mammoth. Let's dive into why Hormone Harmony is not just another supplement, but a true game changer. First off, it's not just a trend. It's a phenomenon. Social media is buzzing with women singing praises about Hormone Harmony In fact, a bottle flies off the shelves every 24 seconds. Can y'all believe that? Now let's talk about Happy Mammoth, the brilliant minds behind this wonderful product. They're all about making your life easier, and that means no compromises on quality. They've meticulously crafted Hormone Harmony using only science-backed ingredients proven to work wonders for women like us. But here's my favorite part. Hormone Harmony contains adaptogens, nature's little miracle workers. These herbal extracts help your body adapt to life stressors, especially those pesky hormonal changes that can throw us off balance. And here's the kicker. Hormone Harmony isn't just for menopause. It's your secret weapon against those hormonal imbalances that can wreak havoc on your life. From hot flashes and night sweats to racing thoughts and low moods, Hormone Harmony has got your back. And yes, it even tackles the occasional bloat and that not tonight boo feeling. (laughs) The real benefit here, the real win, feeling like yourself again. That's why countless women are raving about it in over 17,000 glowing reviews. We love a verified product, honey. Now here's your chance to experience the magic firsthand. For a limited time, you can get a fabulous 15% off your entire first order at happymammoth.com. Just use the code BRAVADO at checkout. So what are you waiting for, homegirl? Say hello to balanced hormones and goodbye to those days of feeling like a roller coaster. Your journey to hormone harmony starts now. So the second step is flirting. Mm-hmm. So this is an important step that we as adults usually fuck up when it comes to making friends. Typically, making friends gets ruined by one of the following. One, we move too fast. Just like when we're in these relationships, we might move too quickly in the friendship. And before you know it, you realize that there are characteristics that you don't like or aren't aligned with your own values. And it's that that much more difficult to end the friendship in part ways. Have you ever met somebody and was like, yeah, this actually ain't a vibe. 
Yes. Like after moving, like, you know, thinking like, oh, my God, we're so like alike. Yeah. It just happened before. Like, and I guess it has moved kind of quickly because maybe there were some similarities. There are some common interest, common interest in, I don't even want to say goals, just Mm -hmm. common interest. Mm -hmm. And then as the friendship progressed, I'm like, we started hanging out too much too, too too soon. Yeah. Too soon because there's a lot of misalignment here. Yeah. You're really not my type of person. Yeah. And now it's like, it's a little awkward. Yeah. 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 Definitely. That's happened to me before. Hell yeah. I met somebody, we were like gang gang immediately. I'm like, Oh my God, you're so much like me. We were taking road trips, girl. (laughs) I got the girl a job. We were hanging out. Oh, bitch me too. Yeah. It's like we were hanging out. We were doing so much. And then I'm like, after a while, I'm like, maybe this isn't as aligned as it. I mean, clearly it's not as aligned because we're not, not friends aligned. currently. And but you know what I real? Go ahead. No, no, no. That was that was really it. Yeah, like I just realized that it was a friend that was good for certain things, but I tried to turn it into somewhat more of an intimate. Yes, yes, And it yes. was like, I didn't need to be getting you a job because we're not the same type of bitch. We don't have the same work ethic. Yeah. And I put my reputation on the line because I thought we were better than that. Exactly. But I mean, it's not even about us. It's just you, you yeah. know, like you just don't got it. Yeah. So, yeah, I've definitely been slapped in the face. And I guess it's the same thing with dating. You know, we get into these situations where it's mm. like you could just date a person and go out a few times. But instead, you done decided he's the one. Y'all fucking on each other. You done met the nigga family. And now you come to find out he ain't no good for you. You know why? Because we make pe- we make people the one in our heads and our minds before we even get to fully know them. Before we make them it's the like, two. <laughs> it's like, oh, yeah, I met this person. He's going to be the one. I'll be like that, though. I know. Remember you tried to say that with me? What? Hey, but that's that hasn't ended. Your spirit. Hey, stop. I am intuitive and I am a spirit person. <laughs> Germany. Ooh, I, I, mean, I should have told this on oh, the check-in. Oh, yeah. Next check-in. I should have told this on the check-in about what Germany. Brittany. And how it really turned out. But I'm gonna tell it next month. But I am. Come on, I am intuitive. You see, I'm an indigo. My aura is indigo. Deep feeling, intuitive. <laughs> you just don't know how to read my situations. I do know how to read you. Be quiet. Anyway, yeah. So yeah, moving too fast, it can be a a mistake that ruins friendships with the flirting stage. Also, never asking a person to be your friend. So this is like having a crush on someone. And being so afraid of rejection that you never get around to asking them to hang out. Same goes for thinking someone might be a good friend, but never pursue exploring the relationship. Mm-hmm. So it's like you notice like, hey, they like to do the same things I like to do. They're pretty cool. Um, there's some alignment here, but you're like, I don't want to like ask the thing yeah. to hang out. <laughs> or I don't want them to think I'm weird. So you just never Because it does kind of seem weird trying to ask to hang out as adults. It's like, so how do you hard. Even, I wouldn't even know how to do that. I'm going to share a few ways in a okay. bit. Go ahead. But yeah, flirting, it helps to minimize the chances of both scenarios taking place or either scenario taking place. Flirting basically just helps us test the waters to see if there's friendly chemistry between one another okay. to avoid all that drama. So there are three friendly ways to flirt. And those three ways are, or one of the three ways is fun. So see if you guys are into the same types of activities and consider the same things. You can mention things you've been doing lately, maybe a vacation or a concert you recently attended. 
of course, this is not in COVID. Think, say some shit that you've been doing exactly. during COVID. Exactly. Like, hey, I, I noticed you've been like doing some cool at home workouts. Yeah. I've been needing to work out so bad. Exactly. And I need a workout buddy. Do you mind if I join you? Exactly. So, or you can even ask your potential friend what their weekend plans might be. Or you can mention a book that you've been reading, a hobby that you're interested in, and see what they say. Maybe they'll be like, oh, shit. I've been wanting to read that book too. Or I've been wanting to join a running club too. Where are you running? And then it'll be like you guys are bonding or getting to know each other or you're flirting over an activity that you both enjoy. It's really easy to flirt with friends via potential friends via social media. Because a lot of people display the things that they're involved and engaged Mm -hmm. in. And then you can just slide in the DMs, especially if you're already social media friends and be like, girl, next time, let me know. I would love to do that. And yes. most people are really open and like, girl, let's do it. Pull up. Whatever. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Another way to friendly flirt is value. So outside of fun, friendships need value, substance and emotional support. This is typically where we differentiate between friends and our besties. So mm-hmm. as you get to know a person. You need to see if your values are aligned. For example, your ideals about marriage, ways to travel and spend money. You don't want to argue about things like this. Mm-hmm. Especially and I know like, that's a Fendi fact. Exactly. And I think the ideals about marriage, like maybe you're a person who strongly supports the LGBTQIA plus community. Mm-hmm. And this other person is like anti all of that super like right wing or whatever it might be. Then maybe you guys will have some conflict over it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And like you don't have to have the exact same values as a friend. But there needs to be a mutual mutual respect for each other's point of view. And I wholeheartedly agree with this because there's been people where I've been like, you cool, but I don't really like the way you move. Mm-hmm. And, it, and it doesn't allow me to fully trust them because our values are so misaligned. Yeah. And I'm like, bitch, you're a snake. And even if it's something like we mentioned the example of travel, perhaps your friend Ooh. is somebody who likes to go on lavish vacations and they find great value in that and spending yeah. a lot of money on Whatever it is, their experiences, and you're somebody who's a little more modest or backpacker. Yeah, and don't agree that they should spend their money like that. Now, it's not for you to be like, you're wasting your money. You shouldn't be doing that. You can have way better ways of spending your money. You don't have to do that. That's going to create conflict and arguments over petty shit. Yeah. When you could just agree to disagree and decide that that's not, we don't agree on that. Yeah, you're not my travel. You're not a friend that I can travel with. Yeah. Because we travel completely differently and it's causing some tension in our friendship over some. The Tensiana. <laughs> okay. Next yeah. would be fun. I mean, feeling. I'm sorry, guys. So tap into how you feel when you're with a potential friend. Do you guys laugh a lot? Are you excited? Are you intrigued? Are you learning a lot of new things? You basically want to be your best with a new friend. And, and this should also be reciprocated. They should feel the same. Yeah. Like, Brittany's not my new friend, but man, oh boy, do we laugh a lot. <laughs> I mean, we do a lot of everything together, but it is so easy Jesus and we be in tears cracking. In stitches. In stitches, baby, cracking up. And mm-hmm. I'm thinking now, who yeah. be making all that laughter? Where does it <laughs> Where does shit be coming from? I don't know, but when I'm trying to remember what we were laughing about. So hard about it in Sedona? Yeah. Oh it my was just God. too funny. We were like Ooh. crying. Oh my God. Stitches, okay? We had I don't hella know. moments like that. But baby. Boy, <laughs> find you somebody you can laugh with. I guess it was with. just something sacred for us because I can't remember it at all. I can't either, but it was hilarious. It was funny. Weren't we in the house? Yeah, because you, you did the run. I ran around. <laughs> I was oh. running around the black run around the slapping run around. I want to remember. 
I do too, but there's so many, so many moments. But the point is, and you know, really figure out, like, I feel like a great person when I'm with this person, they bring out the very best in me and I'm doing the same for them. And we just share so many special moments that this feels good. Yeah. And don't get us on the dance floor. Cause. Oh baby. Last night, last night, the we, I felt like we were in a movie. It kind of felt that way. I felt like we, honestly, I, I know y'all like probably that. think we exaggerating <laughs> or gassing it up, but it's just, you just had to be there. And you probably won't. You probably so you're living won't. through us. We didn't record it or nothing. We, we, I we usually rarely do. Like, we <sighs> don't usually record ourselves in the moment. Mike, a little snippets of other people in the moment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But. Last night was just a movie. I just have the photographic memory in yes. my mind. Yes, it was so good. So anyway, the mm. next step. We're making these new friends. It's dating. So over the next. No, it's wooing. Wooing. Sorry. You're going to woo Got these motherfuckers. Fast. Yeah. The woo. This is an essential piece. Woo. She want to fuck with the woo. woo. <laughs> <laughs> so this is equivalent to asking a new friend out. So you're going to use the wedding saying something mm -hmm. old, something new, something borrowed and something blue. I always thought about what I would do with, on, in my wedding. Like what would be my blue? It's usually a garter. But people do different things. Sometimes they do. I don't know what I'm doing. I might not do none of this shit. I'd be like, just pull up, hop out, air out. You know, I'm just trying to dance all night. Y'all, I told Brittany I wanted to have a six oh hour. <laughs> Germany was like, you know, I want to have a short. I don't. The, the ceremony can be short. I just want to have a six hour reception. I'm like, bitch. <laughs> first of all, you're going to spend a check. Second of all, people ain't trying to spend six hours at your reception. I did. Six. I said, I want to have a six hour reception. I want to dance. She was like, I want to have different DJ sets. <laughs> I'm like the Coachella experience. Yes. The Wedchella. Yeah. Oh, it's going to be so fun. I do. I just want to dance all night. Girl. Anyway. Okay. Mm -hmm. So we're going to use the wedding thing. Something old, something new, something borrowed and something blue to get a date on the calendar with your new potential friend. Mm -hmm. So you can do this in the following ways. You can invite your potential friend to do one of your favorite old things like watch your favorite movie, go to your favorite restaurant participate in one of your favorite hobbies this is a great excuse or reason to hang out yes. like girl i know this good restaurant exactly has the best whatever or if maybe your friend brings up something like i love mexican food bring up your favorite mexican restaurant mm -hmm. like we could pull up here they have the best margaritas or i've been looking for a brunch spot let's hit my favorite one on saturday morning it's amazing you're gonna love the food they have a great dj yeah so use that as an excuse to get your friend on the calendar boo boos for sure okay so you can also try something new with a potential friend. Bring up a hobby or a task that you both have been wanting to or willing to try and see if they're willing to join. Mm -hmm. Maybe salsa classes or a dance class or a new workout class. Hiking. Hiking. Yeah, like, dang, I've been wanting to try such and such. Like, you want to pull up or are you down the roll? Yeah. And they might be like, yeah, I've been wanting to do the same. Let's get it. Yeah. Also, friends borrow things from one another. Mm -hmm. So you can offer to loan your new friend a book you've been reading. You can borrow ideas if you're great with something that might help them and offer it. Like, girl, I just finished reading this book. Mm -hmm. Vibrate higher daily. You want to check it out? It's a good read. Yes. Highly suggest it. And they're like, okay. And then y'all dish your tea about the book. Or if you know that you're good with um, sprucing up resumes and they're looking for a job or they're, they're in the market for a new gig, offer to look over their resume. Yeah. Like, let me see what you, what you talking about. Let me see how I can fix it up and I'll send it back to you. Mm -hmm. That's a great way to build rapport. So something blue 
It's not literal, it's sadness, right? So if you're going through something, bring it up to your friend or your potential friend to see how they respond. This is a great way to assess the depth of your friendship, right? Yes. I'm feeling bad. This nigga did this, this to me. Um, can I come over there and cry on your shoulder <laughs> and see what the girl says? Yeah, for sure. And it's not to be confused with trauma bonds because sometimes oh, hell we bond no. with people over shared pain and it just that's as far as the friendship goes and as soon as some one of the friends gets happy then and the friendship weird. yeah it dissolves integrates okay mm. so the next step is dating now we're at the dating the stage. dating stage so over the next couple of weeks you'll be courting and going out on dates with your new or potential friend just like with the romantic relationship though be sure mm -hmm. to be on the lookout for red flags and reasons that the friendship cannot be fit. We're not going in here, Ray Charles, Stevie Wonder, Helen Keller. No, uh-uh. Our eyes are open. 2020 we're, vision. We're making note, we're paying attention because this has happened to me before where I've noticed some red flags and I still consider to be friends with a sick bitch. Mm -hmm. But. And this also might be the time that no red flags show up and you're like, great, we can continue to move forward. Exactly. It's but you easy. have to be aware. Yeah, you're not just being thirsty for a friend. Although we want to make new friends, we're not just being thirsty and being friends with any old body. Any old body, okay? Yeah. So that's pretty straightforward. The next step would be what you would consider in a romantic relationship as love. This is the blissful part of mm -hmm. the friendship. So this is the place you get to when you and your friends have hit it off. It's a vibe, right? From here, you have to maintain the re relationship, and this can be done by tabs. Knowing what's happening in each other's lives, checking in to make sure that they are doing well and they don't need anything additional from you, right? So any support. Hey, girl, how's the new job going? Did you get that promotion? How's your family? Is there anything that I can do to support you? Right. Just making sure that you're available to them if they need it. Yeah. Also, um, you can maintain the friendship by their wishes. Mm -hmm. Knowing of your friends' dreams and goals. And being there to support them and hold them accountable. If someone tells you, you know, they're trying to get snacks, they need to start working out more. Hit them up like, girl, you worked out. Did you work out today? How are you going with the project? How did that meeting go? Yes. Just letting them know that you're tapped in, you're here, you're cheering them on, you're supporting them. That's how we really know somebody's on our side, ganging and ganging. And that matters a lot, you know? Hell you know yeah. what it's like when you... When you're going through something or maybe you're not going through something and your friend just checks in on you and they're like, hey, I want to make sure you're doing well. I want to make sure that you're, you know, doing what you said you would do. And we talked about this on the mid-month check-in about how support really validates relationships for us. Yes, really So does. if you're not supporting me, chances are, if, even if I thought you were a friend, your motherfucking ass is probably not a friend. You a friend of me, bitch. You a foe. <laughs> Okay, you are fake, fun. a fraud, and a part-time broad. broad. Okay, next is growth. This is another way we maintain the relationship. And this is delivering tough news and working through problems with grace. That's how we grow into better people. And it's how we grow into stronger friendships with these people that we're connecting with. Mm -hmm. Right? There's some times where we might disagree on some shit. Right. You know, and it's okay. There's room for that because it's not always going to be on the up and up. But if we can have hard conversations, if we can go through tough times and work through the issues being graceful bitches, right? then we're coming out on the other side stronger. That's a clear indicator of a strong friendship, in my opinion. Being yeah. able to have disagreements and then not completely flip the friendship and end it. Mm -hmm. It's like, okay, I don't really agree with you with that, but I don't really agree with you about that. But I mean, whatever, you know, like, yeah, yeah, it's yeah. cool. Yeah, talking through it. 
Yes. Okay, so here are some other additional steps to help you with forming these new friendships. So mm-hmm. you can reach out, reach out to old acquaintances, you know, maybe yeah. somebody from your past might not have been a anything major, but someone that you know exists and you can drop a text and attempt to reconnect with them. Maybe grab a coffee or a quick telephone conversation if they're available. You never know. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Somebody that maybe you were cool with in the past that you lost touch with. Yeah. This is a great, great tip you want to build new friends. Yeah. Also, join a clique or a local group. So cliques are established friend groups. So here the objective isn't to break into the clique, but to practice. <laughs> bring, you know, I'm not trying to be the y'all break new. In. Ain't the break-in. The break-in. Remember that Big Sean song? Uh-uh. Ain't nobody fucking with my clique. Click, click, click. 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 Exactly. Click. So you probably click. won't be fucking with a click, click, click. But the goal click. is to um, practice being around new friends, right? So really, if it's already established friend group or some sort of club, the leader or the people who are already in relationship will lead the conversation and guide it. And you're just there to observe and figure out, you know, what it is that you can gather or learn from the friendship. And also you can join a local club, running, cycling, skating to make new friends. Yeah. There's so many different things. And it's like, I already enjoy doing this. Let me go gang gang with people who also enjoy doing it and we can be friends. Mm -hmm. Um, Also you can get to know your homegirls, homegirls. So if you have a friend that already has some gra- some gals, you can join them on their outings. You can ask for an introduction. Likely, if your homegirl is cool with them, there's a chance that you might be as well. So maybe you only have the one homegirl as a friend, but you're like, I need to expand my circle just in case this homegirl isn't available or I just have the desire to have more homegirls. Yeah, like attract likes. Yeah. Likes attract like. So, so yeah, get to know your friend's friend. Um, accept invitations to go out instead of always declining the majority of invitations to go out, start saying yes. A lot of these, a lot of folks who say they don't got friends be saying no to a lot of shit. Yeah. Like I'm not going out. I'm not down. Like, what you think they're going to do? Break into your house? Period. So if you want more friends, number one, they ain't going to meet you at your house. (laughs) And number two, you have to start stepping outside of your comfort zone. So say yes to some opportunities to go out, some invitations. Yeah. And also like. Just put yourself out there because yes. it might might be uncomfortable to go to these clubs by yourself. Right. But you just know, OK, this is outside of my comfort zone, but I have the zone, potential zone, zone. to meet people. Yes. I know when I was doing that fashion show, I didn't do it with a friend. I did it by myself and I didn't know anyone. And I was like, and this is when I had first started going to Dominguez Hills. But mm-hmm. I was like, I need to meet more people because I only knew one friend. And I'm like, I want to meet more people. So I'm going to do things. And so I went to the fashion show and I met hella people that way. I'm like, hmm, bitch is putting herself out there because I know when I get around people, they'll like me. Period. I met more people this year too. Yeah. Doing the run. Putting yourself out during there. Doing a run club and stuff. So y'all. Yes. Also, um, don't change yourself to make new friends. Always be yourself and never conform to make yourself seem more appealing. We're not being foul here. Right. We're just being ourselves and whoever fucks with it, fucks with it, right? People need to like you for the person you are, not some damn facade. Imagine hanging around a bunch of, or being boisterous, right? And acting like you some raw brassy bitch and hanging out with a brassy ass group of people. Knowing on the and inside you you're really up. quiet and introverted yeah. and you are very, you know, humbled. Right. And you don't get down like that. And now you got to come around being a rough rider. <laughs> okay. Having the paws on your titties. Oh, hell no. Because you've told them or you're acting like you're one way when you're really not. Yeah, no. That's just stressful, y'all. We don't want to do that. We don't have to do that. We can we meet don't. a group of people who are 
very aligned with who we are and like who we are and we get along and do shit that we you feel me yeah you see where i'm going with it i i know the vibes Mm -hmm. so um though that's our tips for forming new friendships hopefully Mm -hmm. they're helpful there's also different apps like bumble for friends it's like the dating app bumble but to meet new friends um social media is a Social great tool media is a great when connector. used correctly mm-hmm. and just getting yourself out there getting your motherfucking ass out there <laughs> to meet new the friends. way we talk on this show and it's feel- like you can when we when we're back to in-person events you can come to the events and meet people a lot of people became friends from our event cute so you know just doing things if somebody we have the facebook group which we're going to do a better job of managing oh yes but there's you know people have formed meetups there if you like the podcast and somebody else in your city likes the podcast chances are there's some common commonality there so Mm -hmm. doing things like that yes so now we're going to do our girlfriend gag (sighs) so this was an email that was sent to us like we mentioned in the beginning it's your way of sending all your comments, your concerns, your questions to us here. And we gag about it on the show. Yeah. So you can send those to contact at the black So let's get it. So 2020 has been a tsunami for me in my world. Literally. It's the tsunami for me. <laughs> the tsunami. My parents of 26 years got a divorce. I started my own business and I've lost some of the closest friends I thought I had. One in particular really bothers me because of all my girls, I just knew she was my pick partner in crime. Mm-hmm. We recently went on vacation and I decided to pass on an activity due to the risk and she instead deci- and she instead decided to partake. She kept making gestures that I felt like were trying to point me out for not being adventurous. Long story short, she could not swim and damn near drowned. Okay, sister. By the time she made it back up the mountain where I was, she was laughing and joking, so I assumed that she was okay. We both returned home, and what I felt like just deserved a simple conversation, she felt deserved to end the friendship. She held convos with her mom, been a new friend of hers. I've never been a fan of, but she did go on the trip with us. Anyways, while I'm thinking a civil adult conversation needs to be had, she sends me a text message dismissing the friendship, claiming that I've shown shoe colors in the last few months and that it's no bad blood. To me, this wasn't fair at all because we literally have been together every week and every weekend since the beginning of COVID. I feel as if in, I feel as if I, in fact, offended her in any way during the eight months. Why would you not address it so I could correct my wrongs? Furthermore, why would you continue to be with me every week? None of it makes any sense to me. I know I could have acknowledged her drowning, and that is the only... (laughs) She didn't even drown, though. She didn't even drown. (laughs) I know I could have acknowledged her drowning, and that is the only thing I feel I was wrong in. But when someone is laughing and joking, how are you to know they are still upset, especially when they are nonchalant about almost everything in life? Anyways, I wasn't accepting the text to end the friendship because I felt like after eight years, a face-to-face should be had. I mean, she dismissed me like I was some random guy she had been dating on and off. She recently had a death in her family that for sure has affected her, but even with my parents' toxic divorce, I did not take my world out on her. We agreed to sit down and talk soon. Flash forward, two weeks pass, two weeks pass of me allowing her space and talk and to talk on her time and instead I get another text stating she was leaving town and the friendship still is what it is. She would drop my items I had left at her apartment outside my door. This is in quotes. No bad blood between us wishing me the best from afar were her choice words. 
This friendship ending bothers me because I feel like I have always been one of her number one cheerleaders. I lost another relationship due to vouching for her, and I'm overall just confused on how a trip that you enjoyed so much ended our friendship. It's taken me a lot to not question myself, but at this point I need answers. What should I do? I feel as if friends were ne who never really are there for her are easily ignored when they do not show up, but I'm dismissed and made out to be this terrible person of one bad non-acknowledgement of your feelings. Am I wrong to feel like a legit answer is owed to me or to feel done wrong overall? I mean, this was somebody I felt nobody could tell me nothing about. She was my girl. <laughs> she was your girl. That's um, sad. Honestly, truly. So I have a few feelings and I have a few things to say. Number one, mm -hmm. um, perhaps you can't travel with everybody, right? Even your best <laughs> friend. So you are, I mean, I don't know what the dynamic is, but clearly she wants you something more adventurous and you didn't. And that's completely fine. It is what it is. And again, that's the whole thing. You have to agree to disagree on what it is that you want to do and respect each other's space. If you want to go, bitch, be adventurous, go. I don't want, I don't feel comfortable doing that. So that's one thing. I don't think you should feel, there should be no feeling about that. Right. You did what you wanted to do and I did what I wanted to do and we're still on the trip. But maybe it's a lesson that you all can't travel together. Yeah. Um. The next thing is, I feel like I can, I resonate with what you're saying about not wanting the friendship to be over and feeling badly and wanting to hold on. It seems like you want to fight for the friendship because you guys have been friends for so long. But what I've learned is you cannot make a person stay in a friendship. Yeah. You can't make a person stay in any relationship. And I've had experience with, with this and I've mentioned it throughout this series that I feel like I worked really, really hard with a friendship and it was just like, nope, I'm cool. I'm done. And it was the whole like, I don't have any resentment. There's no bad blood. I'll love you from afar vibe. And at some point you just have to accept that. It might not be what you want to hear because you're invested in it, right? You weren't ready for it to end. But the truth of the matter is the other person does not want to be in the relationship. Yeah. So you can't make them. You just have to say, okay. And if you are okay with being available when they decide to come back around, then you'll be there. And if not, then you all will part and go your own respective ways. And it sucks. You know, it sucks and it fucking hurts. Yeah. But, you know, it is what it is. And you can't make them um, owe you anything that they don't want to give you. Period. I completely agree. And uh, since we've been using dating in relation to friendships, I'm not into keeping anybody who doesn't want to be, be kept. kept. Okay. And yes, it is disheartening because you just want to talk it out and it doesn't seem like that, that big of a deal. To me, it doesn't seem like a friendship ender. But to her, it does. And so maybe with time, she'll realize that it wasn't that big of a deal and maybe not. But I don't think you need to bend over backwards anymore because it's done. Yeah, she's she's not she's not here for it right now. And as far as um traveling, that is really sticky. You have to be really, really particular with who you travel with because the slightest difference in what you want to do can really flip a trip. Yeah. Because me and Germany have traveled a lot and it works the fuck out because 10 times out of 10, we want to do the same thing. And even if we don't, we figure out a way to make it work. Period. Some way, somehow. And I've traveled with people who did not want to do the same thing. And it has made the traveling experience horrible. <laughs> like, horrible. and it really makes you question, question the friendship. And yeah. it's like, we just didn't have to travel together and the friendship would be cool. Mm -hmm. So, um, 
yeah, it's unfortunate, but uh, it might be the end of the road. Yeah. And and you know, every every relationship, I don't think you should do anything. She asked what should she do? I don't think that she should do There's nothing left for you anything. to do, beloved. Yeah. Let, take your hands off of it. Loosen yeah. your grip, Wilma. Like, let it go. I know your name's not Wilma. I'm just saying there and you are a badass. There's a chapter called Loosen Your Grip or something, Wilma. But anyway, mm -hmm. loosen your grip. Let it go. Let her go. You know the old saying, if it's whatever, let it go. If it comes back to you, whatever that is. It was meant to be. That's it. And at this point, the girl wants to go. She sent two messages saying, no, bad blood. I'm dropping your things off. Once the things are dropped off, I would be done. Yeah. Like, damn, you're dropping my shit off? Okay. It kind of reminds me of the Insecure episode when Molly wanted to keep having the conversations with Issa, but it kept getting pushed off. And it's like, at this point, bitch, I mean. I've tried. I've tried. I've shown up. I've tried. And you decided that it's not important to you. So, I mean, what can I do at this point? You've mm. done everything that you could have done. Now, at this point, if you keep running after her, it's a little bit of ass kissing. And it and doesn't take your seem lips like off her, ass. her ass deserves to be kissed. Because my thing is, yes, you almost drowned, right? Which would have been very unfortunate and awful if she would have drowned. But you didn't. <laughs> You're still here. Still and you standing. came back laughing and kikiing. Like, what the fuck do you want me to do that you're not doing? Right, right, right. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Like, do you want me to harp on the fact that you almost drowned? And then if you when say you that, then that it's going to be like, swim? I told you not to go. You should have came the safe route with me. Yeah. Then that's going to be a, a source of contention. Right. I just say, number one, if y'all going to work it out, don't, you can't travel with her because she clearly is adventurous. She's a different type of adventurous and than you, you are. you know me. I'd be like, Germany, put on your life vest. <laughs> we know we, what we're Likely capable. We're, yeah, we, you know what we're capable of doing. Thank God we agree on so many things. Put on your life vest. Except for that one time when I got in the water and I'm like, I'm not getting it. But then I ended up putting it on. Yeah, because your mom was there and she was like, Germany. And I said, it's going on. I said, it's going on. We're going to do this. We're going to do it the safe route. And I don't be trusting. Really, I don't be trusting these men to guide me through no water. The guy at the paddleboard where we had went kayaking, the guy at the kayaking place was like, she really trusts him. Yeah. She must really love him. And then he kept saying, Babe, you don't need that. As soon as he turned around and was rowing that boat, I said, life, life jacket is going on. It's going on. We my life vest. Because if you flip yeah. this bitch, I don't want to be pissed at you. I really like you. Exactly. So let me put the boat on, the jacket on. Yeah. So yeah. Anyway, boo-boo Wilma, don't worry <laughs> about her. Okay, don't worry about her. You got to do what you got to do. Keep moving forward. Don't travel with her if y'all decide to be friends. And that's it on that. And use some of the tips from today's episode. Yes. <laughs> Try to get you some new friends, build some new relationships because this does suck. And I don't it know does. how many intimates you have. You guys have been in a friendship for a very long time. I feel like she probably will come back around. But in the meantime, you got to maintain your dignity. Dignity and needs to be maintained. And you didn't do anything wrong here to me. I don't me see either. anything done wrong. Unless here. you were holding back something, didn't tell us a T. Right. But in the in what you shared, in context of what you shared, I think that you're completely right. There's no wrong here. And she's going to have to get out of her feelings. She seems a little butthurt. Yeah. So, yeah. That's that on that. All righty. So, that's all for this week. Mm-hmm. We will see you all next week. Love Please remember you. to share. Yes. Tag us on social if you share it. Yeah. And follow us on social. Period. Love you. Bye. Bye.
Thank you.